This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Brewing Nation? Johnny Gamut and Coach Tony Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast, continuing our uh, our summer series, our off-season series here as uh, it's summer break here at Bob Jones University. And going to talk about a topic today that is one that is... Um, I mean, I, we were just talking even before the show, just there isn't a week that goes by where you or I don't see on social media or read an article or see a division one coach, um, who comments and says a student athlete has gotten in trouble because of social media. Um, and, and it's either a dumb tweet. It's a, it's, it's something they posted on Instagram or, I mean, even in most cases, it's it's something a couple years ago that they posted that somebody found and is now resurfacing it. So we wanted to talk about today some of the do's and don'ts or uh, some of the, the helpful tips in terms of social media as a student athlete. Um, Coach Miller and I both, you know, I, we, we can't get enough social media um, in terms of researching about it. Coach teaches a class here at the university. I teach a class here at the university um, just about social media, the analytics of it. And, and really, it's it's one of those things that, you know, it's such a phenomenal invention in the, the way we were able to disseminate information at, at a at you know, that can go worldwide in a matter of seconds. But, you know, information is power as well. And a lot of people make some dumb mistakes when it comes to social media. Sure, sure. Um, I I think that just the availability of it and the attention that we give to it simply because it is on the thing that's in all of our pockets. Mm -hmm. And so even when we're not spending our time doing something with other people, the first place that we go is to our phones. And then we go to the apps and whether that's playing a video game, which is with other people, or looking at social media, that's where your attention is. And so I think because, like you said, the power of it, the potential for it, it can be used positively, obviously, or negatively. And most of the time, especially in sports, you hear about just the negative. But really our goal, and I think what we'll talk about, is really using it positively because it does have that power and it can help with your brand, which is kind of where we're yeah, going. Yeah, absolutely. This. So that, that one of the things that we stress, we actually do social media training with all of our student athletes kind of in that preseason mode where we sit them down and, and just talk about this is this is our stance as a program on social media. And it, it's funny because I go to conferences and I sit in, in things where coaches will get up and go, we don't, we have no idea how to handle this. Mm-hmm. Coaches are standing in front of, you know, for a football team, a hundred and something, or 75, 80 guys. Mm-hmm. There's no way that that coach has the time to monitor all of these different social media accounts and make sure that these guys are posting what they need to post. Some, some programs have even said, okay, during football season, you can't be on social media. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to delete your account or temporarily deactivate your account those kinds of things. But, you know, it, it is such a vital and important topic for young people and coaches and just people in general to understand. And so one of the things that we want to talk about first is th- the idea that your social media accounts is your brand, you know, and that, and that sounds kind of prideful to say, you know, I'm a brand. I must think I'm, I'm all that. But if you look at it another way, you know, your social media accounts kind of being like your job resume. Mm-hmm. So when I come, even if I don't know you and somehow you have a public page or something like that, and I go to your page within five minutes, I can tell who you, you know, what you like, mm-hmm. what you usually talk about, mm-hmm. depending on the social media platform, 
like what you do for a living, um, where you're located and all this kind of stuff. I, I can make that judgment about you within three or four minutes. So, so that resume is out there for people to see. What are some of the things, you know, as you, have you, as you've read, as you have talked to high school student athletes and other mm-hmm. things like that about telling them ways that they can protect that brand or ways mm-hmm. that they can enhance that resume and make, make it look good. Yeah. So in marketing, we talk a lot about branding. You just talked about a brand and really a brand is just simply who you are. And so with branding, very simply, it's just storytelling. It's Mm -hmm. telling your story. And, uh, you know, some people may look at it and be like, man, that's, if you post a lot, you're really narcissistic, (laughs) but that's not really the point of it. The point of it is for the outsider to look and see whether that's our program or for me individually, like this is his story. And so with that in mind, I'm just simply documenting what my journey is or what my story is. So if like yesterday when I work out a a group of guys, I post a picture of that and say something to the effect of, you know, I love the summertime. The guy has an opportunity for the guys to come in and and work hard here in the gym. You know, I don't have to tell the people if we're talking about a resume, I don't have to tell my potential future employer or whatever. I'm a basketball coach that trains players that's going to be obvious to the person that sees that I just posted a picture of, of doing workout drills with a, and so whether you're a coach or you're an athlete or, you know, you're even somebody outside in the business world, outside of sports, like posting things that show what your story is and simply what you are doing that will then show who you are. I think, you know, we talk about like your reputation nowadays, social media is your reputation, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I, I think just kind of that idea, constantly having that idea of branding and what can I do then to, you know, tell my story. We face this sometimes, you know, you can confirm this, but it's hard sometimes to like come up with content. Sure. And so we're constantly thinking like, oh, what can I post today? It shouldn't be that hard. Mm-hmm. You should be posting just what you're doing. And I think especially in sports or for those of you that are athletes or whatever, it's the same old, same old for you. Like you go to the same office or you go to the same gym, you do the same thing over and over and over. And so for you, it's commonplace. But for somebody else, that may be something that, especially for a fan, that is extraordinary to them. They, they don't get to see that every sure. day. They don't get to get that behind the scenes look. And so can you give them, whether that's your personal brand or for your sports program? You know, I know we have coaches that listen to this. And I've given some some lectures on this to some coaches, but like for your sports team, just pull out your phone and take video of oh, yeah. you guys doing batting practice or warming up before a game or, or something just to tell your story because even though you see that every day and it's not a big deal for you, for the mom or the dad or the, you know, the grandparent that doesn't get to see the kid play, like they love that. Oh, yeah. And so just constantly storytelling, I think, and branding should kind of be our motivation for it a little bit. Absolutely. And and as Coach mentioned, you know, the there's so many, I mean, I think at the high school level, even at smaller college level like us, mm-hmm. there's so many programs that, that think, well, you, I've got to do this really cool video or I've mm-hmm. got to have this really cool graphic or this really cool picture. And I mean, a lot of the content we put out has that those those mm-hmm. kinds of elements. But some of it doesn't. Some of it is is a simple <laughs> picture yeah. of practice wouldn't of guys high-fiving or taking a shot. Or, wouldn't you say like the biggest thing that holds people back, though, is that desire to be perfect? 
Absolutely. Well, we, we live in a day and age where, you know, people on YouTube have 2 million subscribers yeah. and, yeah. Uh, you know, YouTube channels dedicated to, you know, I'm going to put out this 15 minute video every single day and vlog and all this kind of stuff. And so people, I think, get intimidated. And another thing, too, I think we wrap up ourselves so much in, and there's actually been studies done on this, but so much in the approval factor of it. Sure. You know, if I post out a tweet and it gets one like sure. or it doesn't get any likes, and then I post another tweet and I get 20, you know, 20 likes right. and, and, and two retweets or something like that. Right. You know, it, that, that changes. And I go, oh, man, I'm doing something right over here and I'm not doing something right over here. And again, right. the, what people need to realize is you, you're not going to have elements of your pictures and on Instagram or whatever where you're getting 20,000 likes unless mm-hmm. you're, you know, some kind of famous person. Um, but but understanding that it, it's it's a part of just telling your story. And, and I love how you put that where it's not um, necessarily just rah, rah, look at me, but mm-hmm. it's, this is my life. This is what's important to me. And, you know, going a step further with that, you know, even as believers, you and I would ascribe to that. And, and, and I know a lot of people who are listening as well. I tell people all the time and I tell my students all the time, you know, what, what an opportunity for you to tell your real story of, of the things that God is doing in your life through sports, through school, through relationships, through your study of his own, of his word, whatever it may be, that's part of your story as well. And so a lot of times you can, um, you know, if you really think about it, think about the course of your story for the day and, and how God orchestrates different events and conversations and relationships. You have a lot of things that come to mind. I guarantee you, if you're thinking about it right now, um, you know, as we, as, as we have talked, there's, there's a lot of kinds of content that you can put out video, there, there is a million different social media platforms out there. Mm-hmm. Just, just, there's so much, mm-hmm. um, for the, the student athlete, maybe because this is, you know, primarily a show coaches, student athletes, collegiate athletics is what we're all about here. Um, you know, as you, as you look at the kinds of content that, that you can be on, what are some of the things that are good ways for a student athlete to get things out there about themselves and or engage in finding useful content on social media? You know, for for me as a coach, really connecting through a platform like Twitter or connecting through a platform like Instagram, really those are the two that I use, but it's not just because I like them, but because that's typically where coaches are on Twitter and Instagram and players are on Instagram. And so I can follow them and connect with them and talk with them through those platforms because, again, that is just a medium and a vehicle for me to build a relationship. And even going back to our first point, like the whole point of that branding is to build a relationship. with. I'm not going to build a relationship with somebody that doesn't know anything about me. And so if I tell my story, then they can see my story and then connect better with me. And so from a coach's perspective or from a player's perspective, that's an opportunity and a platform to really connect with either a program and that's why I encourage you know people that are interested in our in our program to connect with us on Instagram connect with us on Twitter so that they can for themselves kind of see through the content that we put out is that somewhere where I would be interested in going and the kinds of people that I would like to associate with and so you know using that as an opportunity to both network and to build a relationship I think is extremely important so you know, that can be done through video, that can be done through photos. I will say that you can communicate the most through videos right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I mean, that's where you can get your message that's, out. That's the way social media algorithms are built right now. Yeah. Anything on Facebook with video content is going right to the top. Twitter, it's going right to the top. I mean, it's it's all yeah. 
they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I think, again, it's where I can get in the most information in the littlest amount of time yeah. with a photo and then with a, you know, a 500-word, you know, caption underneath of it. Somebody's probably not going to want to read that. Yeah. But if I can tell that story again through that video, somebody is more apt to watch that, and I'm able to get my message to them and communicate what that message is so that they can hear it and consume it, not just consume it, but then decide, like, again, do I want to continue building a relationship with this program? Closing out the show here, we want to talk a little bit about more of the do's and don'ts of social media. I, I, I mean, it just happened. NFL draft, we had a social media instance. NBA draft a couple years ago, we had we had a, a social media occurrence where uh, I think it was Larry Nance um, yeah. was trashing Kobe Bryant, and then they teammates. got drafted by the, <laughs> by the Lakers, and now all of a sudden they're teammates. You know, and so I again we we have all this compiled all this information that we we share with our student athletes but i think it's good for people who don't necessarily get to go through trainings and seminars and those kinds of things to understand the impact that social media can have i think the biggest don't that i come across all the time on social media is a student athlete or a person posting in the heat of the moment <laughs> i i, I share you're going to mention i that share one. this yeah. all the time with our student athletes totally agree when you are, you know, let's take it out of the realm of sports. Well, we'll put it kind of in the realm of sports. I'm a, I'm a big Denver Broncos fan, okay? And so I'm watching the game, and it's going back and forth, and we lose on a last-second field goal. Probably not the time I need to pick up my phone <laughs> because I'm not in an emotional, you know, my, my adrenaline is running. I'm angry. I'm disappointed. You know, natural, natural. And so I tell our student-athletes all the time, you know, you're playing on the court. And you make the defensive mistake that costs us the game. Somebody blows past you and scores the golden goal in overtime and we lose. Or you, you miss your shot, that last second shot, and we lose the game. Mm-hmm. Not the emotional state of mind to go back and pick up your phone. Because you're just not. You're just, you're, 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 your adrenaline is up. Your emotions are up. You know, when you get dumped by your girlfriend or dumped by your boyfriend, when you hear bad news from back home, but so often people make those mistakes because the, as we're prone to do in our society, when something happens, we want to we go right to our phone. Yeah, anything posting at a feeling base never goes over well, and sports just amplifies that. So, you know, like you said, very practically, after a game is probably not the time you yeah. want to be picking up your phone and, and sending out messages of any kind, you know, after – you know, even after a win, because yeah. the same can happen on the flip the, side. Absolutely. It's positive and negative. I mean, everybody remembers a couple of years ago in the NBA Finals when uh, Aisha Curry went crazy on social media yeah. after a very heartbreaking, you know, game six loss. And it, and it went trending and it went worldwide. And, and, you know, then she has to come out and yeah. apologize for it. Again, heat of the moment keep your phone in your pocket or keep your phone in your locker and, yeah. and, and, and forget about it. But, I, w- I would say the other one is nowadays be very, very careful players, the things that you even like mm-hmm. and favorite. Um, I'm seeing a resurgence in Twitter, which is funny because a year ago people were like, Twitter's going to be dead. I have That's probably the, the number one platform that I connect with, yeah. student athletes. And now when you favorite something that shows up in other people's yep. timelines, and that is the fastest way to get a coach's attention, thinking, why is he favoriting that? Um, so just be very cautious about the things that you retweet and, and like, because even though you didn't say it or you didn't post it, 
it doesn't look good showing up yeah. on your timeline or somebody else's with your name connected to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'll take it out of sports. I, I share this example all the time. I have a youth pastor friend of mine who I'll, I'll keep his name secret. But a couple years ago on Facebook, he would share, he was one of those guys, he was the meme guy yeah. that, you know, we all have that meme guy friend that, you know, every single every single day he's posting two or three on his social media accounts. Well, he started sharing memes from this particular group and the name of the group had like three or four f bombs right in the in the yeah. title of the group. So what he didn't realize is he would share that then you know the meme was funny, it was not inappropriate or anything like that. But it would show up in my timeline as, you know, this person shared blankety blank 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 sure. photo of this meme. And so I took a screenshot of it and I texted him and I just said, "Hey man, you know, I it's a hilarious meme, but you need to consider where that you know, where that content is coming from. And so often on social media, Twitter, Instagram, other places like that, you again are looking at it and saying, that's funny, or I agree with that. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a like, but then it shows up somewhat out of context in somebody else's timeline, like a coach or a potential employer or those kinds of things. And it can end up getting you in a lot of trouble because you liked something that was derogatory or that was that was wrong in, in, in another capacity. And uh, so, yeah, I would say definitely, um, definitely, <laughs> definitely don't wander into those things. I mean, we can go on and on about the do's and don'ts. There's a million things on it. Uh, again, coaches said this in previous episodes. We'd be happy to, to give you more information. Uh, just reach out to us uh, on our different Twitter handles uh, and social media accounts, and we'd be happy to provide um, for coaches out there maybe some guidance in terms of things that we use with our student-athletes, uh, ways that we help them uh, navigate the social media waters, or if you're a coach yourself looking just to, to improve your brand and that kind of thing. Um, really the last point we were going to talk about, which we can kind of just summarize is really just have a purpose for your social media activity. Um, it can be a tremendous time waster. We've all done it where you can't fall asleep at night. So you grab your phone and you surf social media, and then you look at your phone again and you realize it's two o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, it's a huge time waster for people. So have a purpose of for your social media activity. You know, it might sound dumb, but maybe set a timer for yourself where you have 30 minutes of before your next meeting or the just 30 minutes to kill and you, you know, get up after that 30 minutes is done and go on to your next thing. Uh, but when you have a purpose for social media, you're not going to fall into as many as those pitfalls because, you're there for a purpose. You're there to enhance your brand. You're there to enhance your resume so that as other people come to your social media channels and activity, they see, man, this is somebody I want to connect with, or this is somebody that I want to uh, befriend or, or get information from because they're putting out useful content and things that are, uh, that, that are appropriate. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the podcast. Remember, you can listen to old episodes on Anchor or on iTunes. Be sure to rate and subscribe. And for Coach Tony Miller, I'm Johnny Gamut, and that's what's brewing. You've been listening to the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit planfirst.com.